12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome to episode two of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I have some players with me that get to introduce themselves, and we are going to start with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and I am playing Malice, a Ravnos performer who sees an opportunity to maybe get rid of some of the competition and add to the blood supply, you know, giving back to the community. Hi, I am Wes Otis, and I am playing Simon Vance, who wants to advance his career. And that was the end of episode two of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire Five I win! <laughs> you won Vampire West, you won Vampire, and, and we all lost. <laughs> Sorry, I'm recovering from West. Yeah. I am playing Bellatrix, aka Trix Pool, and she's a security person who's a expert rather who's a little annoyed someone's coming in on her turf blanca hey i'm michelle and i am playing blanca who is absolutely thrilled to be invading trix's turf (laughs) you mean trixie stop yeah trixie my my bff trixie no Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So I have very little to recap from last time, but I'm going to do it anyway. You all woke up and did your vampire things for a bit and were called into a meeting with the heads of the local Hellfire Club and found out that there was an incident at the San Diego Hellfire Club. Pretty much everyone who worked there was murdered. So you were set about on uh, various agenda items, including looking for more thin blood supply, looking for some zoning stuff to be taken care of, beefing up security. And you guys started doing that, which is good because it was on the agenda. And then right before dawn hit, a interesting notification popped up on Twitter for Simon that said, Crypt Club is now following you. And we're going to open on the next evening. So everybody gets to do a rouse check, Hooray. which is your favorite. Roll a d10. Uh, six or higher succeeds. And under that, you are hungry. Yeah, and that's an eight. So okay. I'm still just as hungry as I was yesterday. <laughs> I got a three. Got to eat. I got a two. Got to eat. 
<laughs> I got a 10, so I paid well for a blood bag the night before. Apparently. Yeah. So it's the next evening. It sounds like almost everybody is hungry. Let's just go around. I'm going to go around the table and see what everybody's going to do about the beginning of this evening. And I'm going to go ahead and start with Blanca. All right. Well, I'm doing my usual uh, wake up routine and get ready to go to work. But I do find I'm a bit peckish, but I'm picky. I prefer thin bloods to human and I'll, you know, human in a pinch, you know, I'm going to go to work, but I'm going to be on the lookout on my way. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to skim off of the work supply. Do we have a supply already? There are some thin bloods that are already in torpor. It's just that they're expecting a big opening where they're going to require more to satiate vampires that wish for a bit more zest. Yeah, maybe I'll just take a little nip. Nothing, uh, you know, I'm not going to drain anybody or anything, but, you know, maybe a pint drains them off. Which is not necessarily a okayed thing, so I think we should do a roll about it. I think that would be fun. Okay. Let's do decks and stealth so that you can kind of get in and out and not get caught by Stuart skimming off of the thin blood supply. And your difficulty, because you've done this before, I'm assuming, is going to be sixes. Okay. And yeah, and my specialty is stealth against kindred. So wow. perfect. I don't know if that does. But... I got an eight and a nine. All right. You know where there is a small gap in the security features and you're able to exploit that and get in and sate your hunger. Okay. Cool. So that being done, let's move on to tricks. Right. Feeding time. So... Trix wakes up. It is a condominium-style apartment. And uh, her roommates, which I wrote down names, uh, Ben and Tamara, they are two in a very long line of previous roommates, but we won't talk about that. They have no idea. And I'm thinking that whoever comes home first, which in this case is going to be Ben, he likes to pass out after playing VR on our TV on the couch and like literally we'll just like pass out with the fucking headset on sometimes. It's ridiculous. But I'm going to just go for an easy little snack rooney because he had a great VR session today after actually going to work. He works in construction site. So chillin', chillin'. Pe- what do you normally do for this? Are you stealthy? Do you just kind of sneak up and give him a little... Nibble? I'm very stealthy. I'm going to have you roll a, a dex and stealth. All right. To make sure you don't wake him up. Right. And you've done this before. So again, it's just going to be sixes. Got it. And I put a lot into both of those things. So that's two successes. I got an eight and a nine and a four. Okay. You're able to do it without really any difficulty. He just happens to roll over just the right way. So his neck's exposed, you know, laying back on the couch. Take a little nibble. Yummy. Thank you very much, Ben. And uh, I'll save his game because he forgets. (laughs) Sorry, it's just so considerate. Yeah. (laughs) In in a weird way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're sated for the evening. Malice. Let's see. What what are you going to do about that hunger you got going on? Well, I live with one hunger for most of my new life because I do have Methuselah's thirst. Which means that in order to get down to zero hunger, I have to feed on a supernatural creature. Ah, interesting. Which actually makes the Hellfire kind of a perfect situation for me, at least for the moment. But I am also a siren. 
so we'll see how the evening goes. I I feel like the hunger adds an edge to my performance. I, I guard it rather jealously. But uh, depending on how these auditions go, we'll see how, if anyone catches my eye. All right, so we'll hang tight on that hunger for right now. Mm-hmm. And that brings us around to Simon, who got this alert right before eyes were too heavy to keep open. And you've awoken the next night. Hmm. I look at my notifications again, and I think to myself, Crypt? I just said Crypt Club is now following you, but you haven't yet clicked through onto the profile or anything. I do that. I check out the profile. So you click through, and their banner image says coming soon. They do have an icon that is a logo that says Crypt Club with the T as an inverted cross. And it says coming soon to a San Francisco location near you. Mm-hmm. And there are not really any tweets from them yet, but they do have a small grouping they're following. It looks like a very new account. Not a very original name anyway. So I want to see if I can meet up with Malice. Okay. You all can go to the club, which is what I'm assuming you're doing to sort of, you're going to all cross paths anyway, so you can meet up as you like at the club. I approach you, Malice, and say, I had an interesting notice this morning on my phone, and I felt I should talk to you about it first because it might impact what we're doing here at, at the club. There seems to be some new players, and in light of the happenings in San Diego, I have my concerns about their overall intentions, something the Crypt Club or or something, and I show you the post, the following and everything like that. Fortunately, I'm going to have to do some more research to find out who these people are. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Well, I mean, competition is good for the, uh, how do you call it, the prestige. It means nothing to be the first if you were also the only. True, true. The important thing is to be better, which we obviously are. I enjoy the confidence that you have, ma'am. I really do. Should we also, though, make sure that we're the best? Well, if you need to work on yourself, I mean, I highly encourage it. I mean the club, ma'am. Myself is always a work in progress. Hmm. Well, could have fooled me. Um, but obviously, we will be the best. Our opening is set, and the entertainment will be bar none. Now, whether or not the rest of the club lives up to that reputation is hardly my concern. I mean, it's also important that you don't seem so desperate, darling, because it just comes off in waves. People can sense it. We can smell it. Even on social media, don't look too needy. Of course not. I'll work on that. Mm. Well, since uh, you seem to have everything under control, and I'm sure that you do, I will, you know, I'm not going to worry about this. It'll, it'll be fine. I'm sure. Have a good evening. If you need anything, I'm, of course, always at your disposal. How could it be any other way? You're so cute sometimes. Can't be any other way. And I walk <laughs> away. <laughs> and after Simon leaves, I... Tomas, see what we can find out about the Crypt 
club. I would love to know who is performing there. Uh, absolutely. I, I can do some digging for you. Perfect. I always have to stay abreast of the competition. Or, you know, those who want to be competition. I mean, there is none, obviously. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to continue to set up and prepare for the auditions. Conscript a couple of Trix's security people. Not like the second in command necessarily, but a couple of your menial to deal with the actual performers and all the boring bits of organizing people and getting them through. And also set up a little like, oh, let's take you to a side room and add to. For those of us who enjoy something a little stronger in the evening. I, of course, totally let you uh, use whoever you need. We're still not officially open yet, so no worries. Although Stuart kind of gives you a look, Trix, and goes, you said keep an eye out things. So what are our screening protocols? I mean, if you want to let them come in without any kind of security screening, that's also up to you. Please, by all means. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, what? I'm like, is it, are we giving them a white glove treatment? Or are we giving them the, uh, that's hey, for you you're all a puppy to figure out. On. Okay. The white glove or Give the, or me the rubber ammunition. glove. <laughs> yes. Give me ammunition. Yes. I'm just, so we put out a call for, I'm assuming we put out a call for performers and these are like, a lot of these people are people who applied. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess the question is, did you do background checks and look into them prior? Yeah. Well, obviously, if it was just like straight up normal type audition like that, definitely. Default, there is screening. Who the fuck are these people? Do we know their clan? Especially if we're going to kill some of them. We <laughs> So definitely we know exactly each person's status that's coming in already and who is local versus who might be, uh, you know, transient. And we are definitely going to have a checkpoint when they're coming in, do the normal shit, pat downs and everything like that. And I am curious, this is now not retconning. I am, I'm curious what Blanca would like to try since she's so gung ho. I'll, uh, allow you to try a charm ward. No, I shouldn't pretend I don't know what those are. I do know what those are. I'll let you try one of these uh, magic force fields. Why not? Uh, it's not exactly a magic force field. This isn't sci-fi. Well, like, I'm just thinking, like, magic occupies a space. Not sci-fi. We're talking about magic. Anyway, that's great. Well, anyway, we've got the physical, like, weapons and... Uh, punching type security down. So if you want to do some mental security, it's all yours, whatever you want to call it. I'm looking at Stuart and like, keep an eye on her. Not that I don't trust her. It's the like, see what she's doing. So I know what's happening because I'm going to walk over back to the control room. So my question is, have we already set up kind of a little area for the truth ward? No, because I wasn't sure what room would be best as a character. Question just real quick. Have you told anybody else about this truth word? No, that's another thing. Well, also, if any of these people are even slightly suspicious, I do have a taste for blood that will tell me a little bit about their background. Does that do you literally have to uh, taste their blood for that? Yeah. By tasting a drop of blood, the user can discern certain basic traits of the one to whom it belongs. So I guess my question is then. For Malice, mm -hmm. these performers, are they all kindred? I think that I probably brought in like a couple of 
thin bloods that is just like they're not actually going to audition the security's going to take them straight back into getting torpored and then the rest of them are kindred okay so a inquiry of the i'm going to take a drop of blood from everybody is not going to set off any red flags Right. That's what I was trying to find out. Because if you were going to have like any human performers coming in, they'd be like, uh, I need a drop of your blood. They're going to be like, excuse me. We'll be like COVID <laughs> testing. <laughs> Monkey pox. We're also going to need you to take this Myers-Briggs personality test. <laughs> They're not getting a, a job at Swain's Art Supply. Uh, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, turn around. F thinking about it and like you know i have been thinking about that truth telling ward where do you think would be a good place to set that up hmm i mean i'm thinking there's got to be a little room where if somebody gets out of hand we would take people if that makes sense like people we weren't just gonna huck out onto the street there might be a you know like a mouse jail <laughs> type thing so i would say like probably that some sort of room that we have. And I'm guessing with the truth thing, if they walk through it, they're going to tell the truth. But if they walk the other way through, it's going to reverse the ward. Yeah, it's kind of like a bubble thing. You can also, I'm going to say that there's sort of like a clearances thing. If you want to clear somebody without them having to tell the truth, like there's like a phrase that they say or something when they go through. Okay, so, yeah, so yeah, like, so it's, like it's we would be blanket, able to pass through. Like, yeah, like... Because we've had wards in previous games, and usually it's sort of like a I invite you in kind of thing. And if you invite them in, then it negates the ward. Okay, so schadenfreude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, or more just like you you invite them in like you like officially, you know, invite them in through it. Then it's not going to affect them because you're, you're bringing them in and inviting them past right. this magical barrier. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Let's let's say that. However, if you were going to put up this magical barrier, since you've not cast it before and we made it up or I made it up, <laughs> I think we're going to do a roll about it to make sure it actually happens and it's not going to be an easy roll. OK, <gasps> um, I would like a wits and a cult roll. Difficulty is going to be eights because this is brand new to you. This is like some weird magic that you dug up from some dark tome <laughs> i'm definitely just watching her like okay i have two nines and a ten holy shit what fine you just bam this barrier is up you do it like you've done it a million times before however you don't know if it actually works until somebody walks through it and you test it but you are very confident that you have done this correctly so that's my gift to you for getting those high rolls is if you wish to test on someone, <laughs> you are able to do so. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I say to Trix, I go, yeah, I'm not sure if this thing worked. I don't want to invite her in. <laughs> so say, I'm not sure if this thing worked. Um, hmm. Yeah, that looked pretty uh, quick. Hey, Simon. <laughs> Yes. How can I help? I, uh, we're trying to look at the, we need your perspective. Can you go stand inside that room and we're going to actually point to something outside. We just need you to give us the actual sight lines. Can you do that real quick? And I just pick up like a stick off to the side. 
Are you going to try to sense my bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Is there a way that I can sense this bullshit? Uh, high manipulation. <laughs> because go stand in this room for no reason and tell me sightline seems a little <laughs> sus. Well, I'm holding an object. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's do uh, an interesting role combo here. Since he is a player character, he gets a chance to to not do this. Uh, let's do a wits and survival roll. Okay. Because so... you're used to being low man on the totem pole, I'm going to say your difficulty is seven. So because you're also wanting to people please. Yeah, it's a yeah. you put me in a very very hard position. <laughs> My wits are okay, my survival, not so much. <laughs> Nothing bad. I got a nine and a seven. Uh, do I get to roll against with my skills? Oh, God. No, that's not how this works, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you know something's up, not what's up, and it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to, to go along with this or if you're going to maybe throw somebody else under the bus here on your behalf, if you've got someone. It's totally up to you as as the character because you you did clear your role there. Mm, fuck it, let's be a chaos monkey. All right, I'll say uh, because I want to be a people pleaser. <laughs> Fine, uh, I shall uh, acquiesce. I have other things I'm doing right now, but of course I want to help you. So I'll go into the room. So what I'm going to tell you then, since you've decided to be a chaos monkey, is your Willpower, you will have, if they ask you a question you do not want to answer, you can do a willpower roll about it to see if you can resist this barrier, but keep that in your back pocket, basically. Okay. Continue the scene. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've decided that the object I hastily grabbed was like a painting from the other wall. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, so... And I'm just like looking at Blanca like you hold the other side. Now, of course, meta-wise, I don't know a question that I would know the truthful answer to. That's oh, I can. I have a question I can ask him. Simon, let me ask you. Um, how do you really feel about Josiah? And you can answer if you want to. You feel that you are wanting to just blah 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 and like blurt out the truth. But if you want, you can do a willpower roll about it to not. I think what I'm going to do is because I'm not 100% sure what this all is. So sure, I'm not sure. going to You make... just have this feeling of like this bubbling up feeling in your stomach of like, I really want to tell them. Here's what I'm going to say. I mean, I appreciate life forever, but I don't necessarily appreciate the deformities and uh, ailments that came with it. And then I go put my hand over my mouth really quickly. Like, I say to tricks, it works. Great. I, I leave the room right. instantly. <laughs> I'm like, fuck As this. <laughs> I come out, I go over to the two of you and I go, this is not a good idea. We're going to be having vampires come in who have incredible secrets that we all want to know. But if we find out that we're needling them for them, it could become a bloodbath in here, not the one we want. We will only use it judiciously, and it's only for suspect vampires, not to be used lightly like we did just now. <laughs> this was for science and magic, and you are a pioneer, Simon. Thank you. 
teamwork. Mm. Makes the dream work. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And I just scamper off. <laughs> I'm liking the fact that the only time Blanca and Trix get along is when they're like picking on someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's how bullies make friends. <laughs> yep. I guess we're better than bullets. I sure the hell wasn't going to stay in that room any longer. (laughs) (laughs) One question was enough. (laughs) All right. All right. So is the game plan then that we're going to start inviting in? um, uh, I'm I'm assuming that all of the talent has been scheduled at different time slots. Yes, they are all, you know, they have their half hour in the sun or whatever. I'm sorry. Not in the sun. (laughs) I'm like, I think they'd be mad about that. (laughs) In the limelight, as it were. And all the Thin Bloods are basically just going to boop torpor them? Yes. I mean, you say I. That's what I have security for. (laughs) Okay. Yes, they have all been trained in torporing and tapering and kidnap. Tapering. I like it. (laughs) We'll do a few just for, for funsies, but... Let's start. Let's start at the top. So the first person on your list, the earliest appointment for to meet you, Malice, shows up. Do you have anybody in mind, or or you need me to do the NPC on the fly thing for you, which I'm happy to do. Let's say that the first one is a singer. Okay. Kind of that opening lounge act situation. All right, and you know them to be a thin blood or not? I know them to be a kindred, uh, but. Rather recently turned, so probably more of a neonate or... Okay. Uh, but am, ambitious, but not too ambitious. Okay. So let's say her name's Joelle. She shows up and she's very eager to meet you. And just, oh, um, Malice, I thank you so much for inviting me for this opportunity. I am, I am so pleased to get a chance to perform for you. I have heard a little bit about you and that is obviously intriguing oh oh i uh, i'm flattered truly and honestly flattered but i would love to know if your actual skills live up to your reputation oh absolutely i'm more than happy to accommodate um uh is uh well i i mean surely you don't want me to do it in the entryway here no no of course not we have an audition room set up and you will be performing for me personally. So I do expect your best. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. And she's kind of fiddling a little bit with her, her outfit, trying to make sure that she's, you know, prim and ready to, to present and kind of the <clears throat> la, 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 la <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so we go back to the audition area. Okay. And are y'all going to try to put all the auditioners through the truth room or no? No. That's for you guys to figure out. Yeah, I was thinking once, well, I don't even know if we're going to use it today, right? Because we know everybody. Yeah, I mean, only if any of them come from San Diego or have just recently been to San Diego, because that would be a little suspect. Right. And we're still collecting their blood as they come in, the kindred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only if they're like really highly suspect. Okay. Well, let's let's play through the the entire process of at least one of these auditions and this... uh, rigmarole that you have set up <laughs> please stand on the x on the floor and start performing <laughs> right don't mind the laser <laughs> don't move from the x don't move from the x yeah well i actually bring them up and there's like a little mini platform that's set up with a spotlight that casts the rest of the room into great shadow i need to know how they perform under the lights 
so it's slightly blinding to the performer. <laughs> sure. And uh, Joelle eagerly hops up on the stage. She's kind of got a jazzy sort of sound to her, maybe a little Amy Winehouse-y, uh, but a little bit warbly because she's so nervous. Mm-hmm. But there's obviously a lot of potential with her performance. Well, it is good to know that you're not just a pretty face. Although, do you often get stage fright? Oh, I, I, you could tell? Darling. No, I, I know that's silly. I just, performing for you and potentially for this club, it's, uh, it's just everything to me right now. Oh, you're so sweet. We will, if you would like, we could discuss it slightly further. Oh, oh, uh, absolutely. Right, right now? Yes, I mean, you have so much potential. And I hate to see that completely wasted. Well, uh, whatever you need, what, what, what do you want me to do? Just, you know, and I stroke her cheek and just let's go a li- somewhere a little bit more private. We could talk about your technique. And it's obvious that this person is sort of in the palm of your hand at this point. So I'm going to lead her back into my dressing room slash... The like green room kind of... Yeah. The torpering room. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't <laughs> sully my own space with that. But I am going to uh, seduce her and feed from her with my lingering kiss. Oh, oh! I think I think we have to do a roll about this. I'm sure. Yes. And tell tell me more about your your lingering kiss. This is just like if you successfully feed. This is a. Yeah, the kiss of a vampire induces near ecstasy in the victim. So I'm guessing you want to do manipulation and persuasion about it? Yeah, that'd be great. And since this is a seduction situation, I get to add an extra die to it. Beautiful. And they're already very pliable. So I'm going to say the roll is the normal sixes. One, two, five successes. Wow. Whatever you would like, she is there for you at your pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) So I feed and then I believe that it is a mutually beneficial arrangement for us to continue to work together. Do you mean mean it? I do. You're such a sweetheart, but... I will need you to practice a little bit more and overcome some of the stage fright. We are the the premier club in the area, so you will just have a bit more confidence in yourself. I, I completely understand. I will I will practice. I will I will go straight straight home and practice right now. Perfect. Look forward to seeing you again soon. And she makes her way out unless anybody's going to stop her. So this kind of continues. You get sort of a few thin bloods through, which I imagine you all torpor, I'm going to say pretty successfully. They're not expecting it. But you're realizing that you're having a couple of no-shows. Tomas. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. We have had two performers just in the wind. Yes, uh, about that. Um, I, uh, I I did some digging, like you asked me to, um, and I thought it was interesting that they hadn't shown up and sort of put two and two together, and a couple of them um, have already signed with the Crypt Club. Mm. And they decided that due to their new contract and 
perceived status. They didn't even need to inform us of their gainful employment. Uh, I, I, I suppose not. I'm, I'm, I, I'm very sorry. I, I tell me you at least found out who is attempting to poach the talent of this city. Um. So, uh, there's, uh, there was a name that that came up, uh, Niven. Niven. But no real details beyond that right now. And um, oh, and 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 an address. I, I was able to dig up an address, and it, it was confirmed by one of the the performers who didn't show up. And where is this crypt club? Name is so gosh. Uh, just on the other side of town, actually, not terribly far from here. Mm. Well, this is very interesting. Then, well, let's get through the rest of this evening, and and then I would be very interested to find out more about Niven. Maybe we'll pay a visit. Sure, sure, absolutely. Whatever you want. And again, I'm 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 so sorry if I had any control over it. You know, I anything you want. I know, I know. But you are, you know, you have your own constraints. We must all work within those. The other thing that we must be aware of is no one is allowed to slight me this way, especially not two-bit upstarts who think that they receive a better offer. No, ab- absolutely, absolutely. So, hmm, let's see what we can do about that. Yes, uh, is there anything else you need me to, to do right now? Mm, no, you've actually done well. I, you know, I understand. You can only do as much as you can. And just like a little like cut opens up on his cheek as I stroke down his face. And I just like lick it off with my tongue. And he kind of sheepishly just stands there and seems to be in two minds and very confused right now. (laughs) (laughs) But then ends up puttering off to go take care of affairs. Okay. I'm going to deal with the rest of the auditions. Do you want me to roll for like whether I get as many people as we need, or do you want to go through any more of these? Uh, I'm just going to say you, you you go ahead and at least up the Thin Blood supply, which knocks a point off of the agenda from the previous evening. So you'll be able to let Rafi or Annalise know that, you know, at least one of the agenda points has been taken care of. And then I am going to go to Blanca and say, I believe that we are having a poaching problem. Poaching problem from? Mm, I mean, I'm sure that in your experience, you've come across the Crypt Club. It is just five blocks away. Uh, they're fairly new. I don't know much about them. And they have specifically targeted artists that I called in for auditions tonight. Really? Hmm. And they are apparently offering such a good deal that those artists felt like they didn't even need to inform us of their new contract. Wow. Talk about career suicide. I know. Also, um, literal suicide. Uh, I mean, allegedly. (laughs) Well, I mean, all we can do right now is investigate and see who might be recruiting these people. Which is why I came to you. Because there is a vampire there named Niven. Okay. And I would love to go have a conversation with Niven. With someone else who might have a let's just say a malleable commitment to the Hellfire Club, and we can see what we can find out. 
All right, I'll go with you. Well, I must have finished the rest of these auditions, but as soon as we're done. Well, yes, as soon as we're done, and we should come up with a plan, because we don't know how safe it is over there. Well, that is, you know, your specialty is not. It is. All right, then I will start uh, thinking of a plan. Can I just insert that? I've been in the control room this whole time watching the auditions <laughs> and stuff, so they were within auditory range when they were <laughs> saying this. I don't really <laughs> care, but I am going to put on the record that I know they're doing that. I won't bring it up, though. <laughs> Remind me again, just real quick, how old everybody is, like how long they've been a vampire. I forgot to decide. That's okay. I just relatively new or old enough to remember like when the Camarilla were in power or... Did we say we're sticking around 12th generation or like around then? Around there, but I'm I'm kind of loosey-goosey when it comes to, to that. And it's up to you all to decide if you were around and familiar with like the Camarilla structure or not. How long ago did they get deposed? It was pretty recent because it was the, the group in San Diego that helped um, like take them out in in that area and it was kind of a, a big revolt all in all along the Camarilla lines. Uh, okay. I was thinking, I think age, uh, my real age might be 70. Is that too young, too old? Is no, that no, that's, for, that's totally. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's totally fine. Nope. We're, we're good then. I just, I wanted to double check that I wasn't jumping around outside of everybody's character on a weird thing. You know, it will, it will make sense soon. I would say I would turn like somewhere around like World War II or like right after as a like part of this, like back when the circus was really big and the biggest entertainment in town. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely a, a 70s vampire. I was actually born in 1950, so I'm about 69 at this point. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> yeah. I was turned in 88. So you're the youngest. But... um yeah, I was I was born in 65, so I my real age is 57, but I look 23. Okay, that helps me. I just uh, I wanted to quick check in with that info before we continued. And now I've gotten that information and we can continue. Well, that's good for, for all of us to know for sure. Um, yeah, so I was like, what's the hierarchy here? I guess we're still pretty close in age, vampire-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it comes to like the range there. Yeah, age difference. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what would you all like to do next? Um, I imagine auditions are going to take a big chunk of the evening, but there will still be some time uh, after them, should you all want to do something. All right. Well, after I, you know, hear the name Niven float around, I'm like person of interest. Um, I'm just going to go to Stuart and uh, say, hey, can you get me some background on this guy? Kindred. I want to see uh, if he even has a paper trail. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, uh, I can do some digging. Um, see what I can turn up. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll do what I can, but uh, you may want to ask around too. It's, it's not a name that rings a bell for me. Uh, and I don't have a last name to go off of. So, well, sometimes that's a clue in itself. That just giggle because i don't know his last name <laughs> stuart toscano i don't know <laughs> he can he can tell me during the series and i'll be like what stuart little <laughs> stuart little that's where the first thing i thought <laughs> mr little 
<laughs> they call me Mr. Little. <laughs> and he's like seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Stu- Stuart will cool. do some digging. See. Yeah. Do uh, Well, I can't roll for him. But yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and I think that's all I'd want to be doing while the this the auditions continue and then kind of, you know, patrol with my and check in with the boys, the boys and the gals and the MBs. What up? So while the auditions are going, I guess I'm going to be tasting the blood, but I don't want to like roll for each. No, and I, I don't want you to, to do that either. Uh, tell me more about exactly what this power covers. It just gives you a little background on yeah it says by tasting a drop of blood the user can discern certain basic traits of the one to whom it belongs the dice pools resolve in blood sorcery okay which i'm not going to have you roll for but what are you looking for specifically when you're doing this you know because i feel like it has to be there will be so much information and be like oh they liked blah blah blah, 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 blah. is there is there some info that you're trying to dig up specifically from these vampires i think just like where they're from maybe how old they are because i i don't think i could tell intent by their blood i think where they're from how old they are and i don't know i'm blanking are we doing like hand stamps of the thin bloods you you're like oh you're thin blood here's a vip hand stamp and then (laughs) yoink I'm going to say that overall, it's pretty uneventful. You're able to go through and, you know, do this blood test, all of the thing. And the only thing that's of note is one of the performers that comes in, uh, Maud. Uh, she is a particularly old vampire and like, interestingly, you know, long lived in sort of the way that like sort of the age range you've been led to understand Isabeau was. It's almost beneath her to come and perform, even for the likes of Malice, but she's trying to stay relevant. So that's why she's decided to submit herself to something as garish as an audition. But she basically is so old that she can do pretty much any type of performance. She's devoted her unlife to doing performing various uh, acts. And she passed our background check, but we were not aware of how old she was essentially, until she came in? You knew that she was old, but, you know, as she she evolves as time goes on, so it's hard to track. She's gone through a lot of names and identities because she's tried to stay in the limelight. She's had to have more changeover than a lot of other vampires have, you know, stage names and all of that. So she's a little harder to get a beat on, but you know that she is older, but maybe didn't realize just how old. I think for myself, I would drive over to where the crypt club is, like park across the street or park nearby and just take a look. You want to scope it out? Yeah, I've got my coconut chocolate vape and I'm just kind of checking it out. Okay, well, let's do an investigation roll about it. Um, Let's do... I'll let you pick intelligence or wits, depending on what you feel is most. I think intelligence. Relevant. Okay. I mean, they're both the same, so. Yeah, and you're, it's going to be sixes. Nobody seems to be on particular patrol for you right now. Okay, and then besides, so am I just rolling intelligence or? Intelligence and investigation. I have dick all in that. Let's go. (laughs) I did get an eight. Okay. For all intents and purposes, it seems like almost that this 
location and the comings and goings would be interchangeable with the comings and goings of Hellfire. They've got obviously a different sign that's going in. The neon isn't on yet, but it's definitely, it's been installed. It's a little bit more run down looking, the area of town that you're in, and the building is a little bit more run down, maybe a little less funded, but um, definitely has a similar aesthetic from what you can surmise. And you, you see some people going in and out, but it's very much that like shuffling through the shadows, like people would be going in and out of Hellfire. Now, I know that it said coming soon. Have we gotten an indication of when they're opening beyond just coming soon? Does it say anywhere on the building? And also when is Hellfire supposed to open? When is our first night? Is it a week from now? Is it soon? I think that it's probably a couple of weeks from now because you're sort of in that final run-up of making sure that all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. This looks like it's got a little more time before they're going to be open. There isn't an announcement date, but it looks like they're a little bit behind where you all are. All right. So I'd stake it out for just a little bit. I don't want to linger too long because I don't want to pick up any heat at all. And then I probably head back towards the club to keep an eye on what everybody is doing. Okay. I don't mention that I'm, I've staked the place out though. I kind of keep that to myself for right now. Is there anything else anyone wants to do or um, anybody that they want to talk to? Like I said, there was mod that you ran into and you're welcome to have a conversation if you want to, or just make note of it and and let things continue. I just, the only other thing that I can think of is maybe before I go back to the club, I talk with my, my tailor and I get a suit for Conrad. You know, I get that taken care of and then, okay. yeah. But and beyond he, that. he pings you like, hey, still doing some digging, gonna take more time. Yeah, I'm not worried about it, I say. No, take your time, It's it's fine. I want to make sure that both Trix and Malice know about Maud's age, and maybe we can talk to her. Maybe she was approached by the Crypt Club, but she's too much of a professional to just step out of an audition. Mm. And she would be a, a feather in the cap of the club in general. Yeah. And if she doesn't want to kill us, that is great. Because you're telling me, how old is she, Blanca? Old. Isabeau old like ancient i'll admit that's a bit of a red flag but uh i don't know i don't know that it's necessarily a red flag it could just be that she likes to perform you know but um i think we should talk to her maybe see if she has any information about the crypt club because you know they would have contacted her oh absolutely we could have her in our special room mm. hmm. as fun as that sounds i wonder if it would work on someone as old. I mean, especially someone as old would know. True. And let's not alienate someone right away. Well, then we can just talk to her, not in the room. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How about I will stick to the cameras, make sure we have a recording of what we're you're discussing. And I'll let you two take the lead as, of course, the faces of this, uh, I was going to say the industry. What am I talking about? <laughs> As, of course, the faces 
of the club tonight. I'm trying to give a compliment, but it might not sound like a compliment. <laughs> and so I say to Malice, I said, I, I'll let you take the lead on this because you know how to talk to performers. Have you kept Maud waiting or was Maud like, are you catching her? She's about to leave or because you all had to have this discussion. So I think we're going to catch her as she's about to leave because I would not want to insult her by keeping her waiting. Like it's already kind of a... It's already a thing that she came. Exactly. So that's that's why I wanted to to know for my my NPCness. <laughs> but but I am gonna say like oh thank you so much for submitting to this formality. You know how venues and management can be. I understand. It's all a bit pedestrian, but uh, I suppose it goes with the territory. Yes, yes, but obviously. It was just a formality for someone of your standing, and... I mean, obviously. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, you know, the limelight calls to us. It must be heeded. Yes, um, but if there's nothing else, I will... I actually had, if you don't mind, we just wanted to talk to you for a little bit further. We had a couple of questions. Keep them... Brief, darling. I do need to go out and uh, have a bite, as it were. Oh, I mean, I'm sure that for someone as special as you and as a celebratory situation to uh, fulfilling the entertainment obligations of the club, that they have a special stash in the back. Not something that you get every day. None of this normal business. Yes, well, uh... I have very high standards. I don't know if that will accommodate. And I don't mean this as a, as a rudeness. It's just it's just a matter of fact, uh, especially at my age. And uh, I would prefer if you drop uh, just a touch of the flattery and get on with what it is you honestly want to ask me. We've had enough niceties, dear. Yes, well, the does the name Niven mean anything to you? Nivy? Niven? Niven. Sure, surely, no, there, it couldn't be that the... I, I did know a Niven, yes, but uh, I haven't heard for for quite some time. Hmm, well, um, then you would be very interested to know that he appears to be associating himself currently with the club scene in San Francisco. Really? Really? Are, are, we, are we sure it's the same Niven, Niven Romero? Well, how many of such a discerning eye would there be, especially employed in the club scene, as it were. How odd. I uh, I, I haven't heard a, a word about Nivy in many a year. Well. I, I, I assumed that he met his end when everything disbanded. Well, you know how the Camarilla were. They, self-preservation. Yes, that is accurate, but, uh, hmm... But, uh, uh, sorry, you've caught me a bit off guard. I, uh, it was the last name that I expected to hear. Hmm. Well, I'm actually rather surprised that you hadn't heard from him before. Oh, we, uh, we didn't have the best parting of ways. Ah, uh, well. He was a bit stuck in his ways, and uh, I am ever-evolving. As we all should be. So, thank you for your time. And, of course... If you would like to sample the uh, special wares that the club offers, they're at your service. I prefer to eat out. <clears throat> Thank you, though. Uh, I will see myself out now, unless there's anything else. 
Blanca, do you have anything? Just one quick question. Um, how long ago did you know Niven? And if it's not too much prying, how did you know him? Well, we were all Camarilla, dear. I mean, obviously, I was with that crowd. They were the uh, tastemakers of the day. And when I saw the writing on the wall, I decided it was time to move on. I understand. Thank you. Yes. And speaking of moving on, I should be doing that. Uh, good evening. Good evening. And it sweeps out very dramatically. That's where we're going to end uh, with a little bit more cliffhangery and a little more information for you all. Thank you all for tuning in for episode two of Unquiet Blood Hellfire. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, and my website. And let's go around the table and see where everybody else can be found, starting with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and you can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. Pretty much all the other socials is Forgotten Saves. If you want to hear me play some more TTRPGs, you can check out the Happy Jacks RPG podcast or our stream, where I am currently in a game of fantasy pirates, playing a literal cat person. <laughs> Hello, I am Saint or Saint Spider, and you can find me on Twitter uh, at Saint Spider TV. That's S A I N T S P I D E R T V. Thanks. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through BattleBards. Hello, I am Wes Otis. And you can find me at Plate Mail Games. You can find the show at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12 Sided Stories on Twitter or on Instagram. You can also find us on our website, which is 12sidedstories.com, all written out, all one word.com. You can also find us on Discord. Please come and join us. We've got a lot of great people on there and we get to talk about games and games that are coming up and games that we want to play. And it, it's a cool place to be. Uh, you can find us over on Twitch as well. Check out our either our website or Twitter to find out when we're on there. It's usually Tuesday nights, but that can change up every once in a while, depending on schedules. Finally, if you want to help out the podcast or stream, definitely go on our patreon or coffee and join up there or you can give us a shout out or you can give us a you know five-star review on your favorite platform any of those things are incredibly helpful thank you once again mac for running and we're all going to see you next week for more vaping vamping and vandalism i don't know i just i need a third v <laughs> talk to you all next week bye, bye.